Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We have got a great man that is currently waiting on the line. Here's our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Asking mechanic for Ryko Filters is the professional's choice, but we got to give him a proper intro first. Ladies and gentlemen, what a year it's been for Jim Beam Racing. James Courtney is our champion. Who's star? Worry about you. We going to do us. Who's star? Worry about you. We going to do us. Who's star? They ain't worried about us till we blew up. He's done it on the smell of an oily rag, and James Courtney gets his first victory for the Holden Racing Team. Some of the best driving I've ever seen through there. Well done, James Courtney. Sensational drive. Congratulations, James Courtney. That's right. He is piloting the number 44 Boost Mobile Mustang. And he is the cagey veteran of Tickford Racing. Please welcome the one and only James Courtney back to the driver's seat. Thanks, guys. I'm parked. I've been out boxing. It's like I've run out, pulled my robe off, Steve. I'm ready to go. Oh, gee, that's a thought. What, pulling the robe off, Steve? Yeah, yeah. Pulling the robe off you or off Steve? No, no, no. Don't no, no, pretend it's like the first time you've ever, I've ever asked you to do it. Yeah, I know, mate. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, uh, JC, it's Matty. Uh, Nimsy said in your introduction there, the cagey veteran of Tickford. Mate, you're the cagey veteran of supercars. Let's be honest. You're the, you're the, you're the older guy on the field. Carried away. I think it's Russell Ingalls. He ain't full-time full no more, brother. You are full-time. You've signed... Oh, he's acting like he's full-time. He? <laughs> he's acting like he never left. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, you know, I, we're, we're going to get onto your re-signing in just a minute, but um, he, your, your old sparring partner, Russell Ingle, is coming back. How do you reckon he's going to go? Like, I'm hearing and talking to a lot of people that reckon that he is going to get a big shock, as is Murphy, when they come back. Do you reckon he'll be all right, or do you reckon it'll be tough for him? Yeah, I reckon, I reckon it's going to be a bit of a shock to the system for him. Um, you know, the thing, the whole championship has progressed as it does with any sport. It moves so quickly. Um, you know, the, the, the fields are so tight now, it's freaking ridiculous. But look, I, I don't think anyone really expecting anything special apart from him from himself but um but yeah look it's it, it's gonna be really tough and i think it's um i think it, yeah i think you're right with it being a it will be a very much an eye-opening experience for him it's um you know you you forget pretty quickly how hot it is in these friggin' things and it's going to be the end of december or start of december into summer into november um it's going to be so bloody hot and um you know which, how long has it been since the muss has been out? Like eight years or something? Five, seven years? <laughs> yeah, 2016 <laughs> with Rick Kelly, I think, was the last time he was in a car. Wow. So quite a while. Yeah, so it's going to – um, and at that age, geez, you deteriorate quickly, don't you? So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if you uh, 
if you heard our previous chat with uh, Peter Addison, JC, but he did say that his first instruction to young Brock Feeney was, when you're around the enforcer, remember to talk slower. Yeah. <laughs> he has got a decent set of lugs on him, the muscle. Um, <laughs> but, uh, that's why him and Brock will get on, I guess. But um, they won't be short of the radio, though, will they? they? Those two won't miss a radio call. Yeah, he's a good fella, Brock. He's a good fella. He's, um, he, yeah, he's, he's very young. He's got a lot to, um, you know, lots coming his way. But look, he'll have a ball. The hardest thing probably going to be going up against Shane mentally. Mm. I think that's he's got to stop and not judge himself off him because he'll just get crushed. I think. Obviously, man, we've got a lot of stuff to talk to you about. You know, your signing and some pretty exciting stuff. But I want to ask you about that. You know, it's I think it's the first time I've seen you know a, a top team. You know, like Red Bull especially that. They're putting in a rookie, you know. Basically, like it's uh, it's a massive seat that he's he's been able to to get. And what are your thoughts? I mean, what do you think he should be expecting next year? Like, as in results wise, I know young kids want to go in and say, "I'm going to win races. I'm going to do this." Realistically, what do you think? Because you know, I know, and I know you know how we all treat new guys when they come into the category. So, what, what, <laughs> come uh, like a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, I mean, what do you think? Straight in the grass. I don't know. They're all saying that they take their risk takers and everything at Red Bull and you know, they're not afraid of it's not a friggin' risk the guy's going to be fast there or thereabouts and it's not a risk because Shane's always going to deliver the result for them um, so look I, I think he'll be fast I think he's going to get roughed up a lot um, as we all sort of see the guys you know coming from Felton series into the or whatever we call it S Super 2 into the main game it's a big step this is going to sound really mean to the guys that are in there, but I'd say that level isn't as good as what it has been in previous years. There isn't that depth like when Percat, Mostert, Pye, you know, that and McLaughlin, all those, that was a strong era. And those guys came in and sort of ticked yeah. and got results. Whereas, you know, Brock's car is about a thousand times better than anyone else's and he's not really racing anyone and his budget's about three times as big. So <laughs> um, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, Look, he's, he's not bad. He knows what he's doing. And, and like I said, uh, uh, you know, when he rolls into next year, his car is going to be as good as Shane's. And that's going to be one of the, or if not the best car in the field. So, it's um, yeah, I think it's going to be more of a mental game for him. It's going to be the hardest thing. And our races are so much longer than what the Super 2 ones are. It's more frequent. There's more pressure. It's live television. There's you know, so much more involved. And when you have to be there on the weekend and he's the one that has to set up his own car and do all that stuff as opposed to you know, being a co-driver or relying on the other guys so much, it, um, it will be a different, whole different space for him. But, you know, I was a young chap. I wasn't that young when I came in. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Steve was the same. We're all you're young, you're full of energy, you're excited. Um, he'll push back as much as people push him into him. And I think that's probably the most important thing is, is you know, when guys like me just see him and think it's going to be funny and just run into him. To, and he's got to turn around and run straight back into you. Otherwise, you know, he's going to get pushed around. That's probably what I did too much of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pushing back. I wasn't afraid to push back. <laughs> um, JC, I want to talk quickly. We, we have, it's obviously been a hard year this year for everyone, but you've actually had a really good year. You're in the top 10 of the championship with some consistent results. Looks like you're going you're gonna to finish there for the first time, uh, I think, since 2015. How would you rate your year so far? You you happy with what you, you you've been able to achieve? I think it's been quite good. I think the thing that pissed me off the most about it is the start of the year. I balled up at Bathurst. And that really put us deep in the field when I shunted the thing. So, um, 
you know, really annoyed with that on myself because if we didn't have that, I'd be, you know, a lot further up as well. So it's been, it's been an awesome year. Apart from that, it's, um, you know, I think there's been a couple of highlights. I think um, the race at Darwin was really cool where I started, I think, last and got to fourth and then got the re, uh, penalty for the restart and got a five-second thing and got pushed back to 10th. But to go from last to fourth was pretty pretty awesome. Um, Townsville, the last one where I lunged those two blokes who were just, I forget who it was, sleeping on the front, and I just lunged them into turn one. I come out of there, I'm like, holy shit, the old boy's in front here. It's been a while since I've had fresh air to breathe. Um, but, yeah, it's it's um, it's it's been good. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm having so much fun. Um, and, yeah, you guys know, when, when you're enjoying something and, and really love it and doing well at it then you know everything just snowballs and it, it goes well and also you know it's a great bunch of guys um at tickford cam really enjoying working with him it's uh it's it's interesting i never thought i could ever be happy for anyone else apart from myself if i got you know if the team got results like when steve would get one when we were team mates, i was pissed. <laughs> really pissed um but now i'm genuinely happy like if cam like when i stand there at the you know, Steve will look down at me and I'm like waving at him I'm between my teeth saying, you dickhead. <laughs> but I would care. Actually, don't you happy? Because you're, you're, you're positioning your career so much, you know, I'm that much further on now and you're not you're, you're not fighting as as much a teammate as what you are. I'm sort of probably working a lot more with him and, and my role within the team is more sort of trying to help him through those, you know, tricky things that I've already been through and experienced and it uh, seems to be working really well. Look, I think it's it's the team. I think the team, if I look at it from the outside of Tickford, and you might be able to, um, and please tell me if I'm wrong here, but I've got a bit of a concern. <laughs> I've got a bit of concern about Tickford. You and Cam are obviously doing really well. Um, Jack LeBrock, who's got a really good history, he's out of the team now. There's been one championship in the last 20-odd years or however long it's been. Is there big ch- – tell me – please tell me there's big changes coming along at Tickford. Tell me because I think – I think from the outside, Tickford should be doing better than what they are. Am I being unfair? No, no. It's, um, you know, we all want to do better than what we are. Um, mm. It's um, – yeah, it's been hard. I think it, it's, it's been quite a bit of change going through there. I think financially, I think there's, you know, there's been um, – you know, a few sponsors that haven't delivered, like with the whole mega thing that then rolled into our, you know, when I was at WAU, that guy sort of put everyone back there a little bit, I think, um, you know, and then with the drivers, they've had quite a bit of a change, you know, across the garages and um, over that, that period of time. And Rod and Tim and, and Rusty now are really pushing hard to try and get a bit of consistency. And that's part of why I got a multi-year deal, which is fantastic. I'm super pumped <laughs> this age, this, this time of my career. Sure. Not single-year deals at me. Multi, that's, uh, that's, where, I'm, that's where I'm at. But, um, but no, it, you know, they had, um, had the whole Stanaway thing, I think, was a crazy period for them. Um, and then with with Lee um, and whatever happened there, and that not continuing on, and then now with 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 uh, with Jack, it's um, yeah, I think it's it's probably a little bit of consistency in the in the driver group, and and um, yeah, they went from having Winterbottom there forever, a consistent sort of bloke, and Chaz was there a long time, to all of a sudden Cam was the only one left. So I think that's probably shaken it up a, a lot and that's probably affected the results and over that period of time there's been a lot of guys sort of giving their own version of what they think the feedback is 
um, and has probably hindered a little bit of the development. Um, but I think Cam's, um, you know, matured so much over that period and, and really over these last two years, I think he's probably stood up and sort of taking more of a, a lead role and he's more confident in his ability and where he wants to take the team and, and, and all that sort of stuff. And I think that then the boys then have got someone to rally around. I don't think they've probably had a strong enough figure to do that. And now Cam's in that position where, you know, he's got the results, he's got the confidence, he's got the speed and, and um, that's happening. And, and um, look, I, yeah, I think it's it's only going to get better. I think my relationship with the guys is getting really good. I think the whole COVID thing, um, I think it probably hurt the Melbourne teams a lot more than, than um, everyone wants to realise last year. I think all that time away from home and away from the workshops really sort of made it hard for anyone to develop the cars and progress. And, and um, mm. so I think that probably had a little bit of a factor as well. So it's, um, you know, I think next year, hopefully we put all this crap behind us with the COVID side of things. We can have a good finish off to the year, good, strong run into the uh, into Bathurst and, and um, have a normal season next year. And thank God they finally decided that it's smart not to run the Gen 3 thing halfway through the year and give a proper championship yes. year and then uh, say goodbye to the car of the future and hello, Gen 3. We've been very vocal about that on this show. Yes. <laughs> I, wanna, I do want to ask you, uh, when are we going to hear who's going to be your co-pilot? Oh, it hasn't been announced. No. Oh. I thought it had. Lucky not, I didn't say not, anything. Not, not, oh, well, Matty, <laughs> yes, it has been announced, James yeah, Courtney. Yeah, Can you tell us who <laughs> is you're going to be? Yeah, I forgot who it was. <laughs> Jeez, I, could have, I could have really balled that up, couldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so Oh, I'm not going to say now, but yeah. Uh, well, Tom oh, Tell, I guess. <laughs> oh, oh, James Courtney, you almost got yourself in a whole world of trouble. <laughs> yeah. right, there we go. Tim Edwards has just See, stopped sweating someone right now. looking down on me, giving me a little pat on the back. Yeah. Tell me that the ink has dried on that new contract for the mate, because if it hasn't dried, lucky you didn't spill then, because you might have been an a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> so what's it going to be like driving with Paul Morris, mate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 it was like I almost was driving with him last year at Bathurst with freaking Brock in there. He was, Paul was, I could feel him breathing on my neck the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Hey, quickly, um, again, a tough question. I know you're not going to be able to answer it for me, but are you going to be in a Boost Mustang or are you going to be in an EFS Mustang or what are you going to be in in 2020? No, I'll definitely be in a Boost EFS Mustang. Good, okay. For the rest yeah. of the year. Will either of those brands pay a, play a major uh, signage role in your car next year, do we think? Look, Pete's a massive um, supporter of motorsport and has been a huge, um, you know, supporter of mine for forever. So I first met Pete in '96, and he's always been a, playing a role in in that. So look, they're going through it all now. Pete's a marketing um, genius. He's uh, he likes to he's not backwards and coming forwards as everyone everyone's seen. And, and uh, but he knows what he's doing. Know, That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. And our sport needs those passionate people. And, and, you know, people have been, you know, had sledge Pete the whole way through. And But if it wasn't for passionate people like that in our sport, we wouldn't have a sport. So he's um, he's a man who puts his money where his mouth is and uh, he says he's going to do something. He normally does it, um, you know, with backing and, like, the whole Murph thing, I think, has been good. 
um, with Stanaway and that whole thing that he can see that there's a race within a race and, you know, marketing-wise, we can get a lot of stuff out of it. So he understands. He's built his whole, you know, the Boost mobile brand here around action, action sports. Our sport is the only national, um, you know, completely national sport that has, uh, you know, free-to-air and, um, you know, pay TV. And, uh, no other sport generates crowds like we do. And, um, yeah, he that's why he's sort of being behind our sport and pushing in this way is trying to ultimately buy it last or throughout this period mm. uh, with a couple of other blokes. So like someone that puts that much effort into it and has been around that long and has put in millions and millions and millions of dollars isn't just going to walk away. So, um, but yeah, as for how many cars he's going to sponsor and, and all that sort of stuff, I don't think he even understands yet. He's the sort of guy that rolls up and, um, there's a car with nothing on it at the end of the grid, and he's like, "Oh, give that guy some money." He looks like a nice chap, so he's uh, <laughs> he, he could be sponsoring half the field. Who knows? Well, it's sort of like that, isn't it, at Bathurst, Matty? It's uh, you know, you, you look at Bathurst mm-hmm. this year. Obviously, he's got representation with you, JC, with the, with the Mustangs. He's got Brody in the in the in Commodore. The Commodore. He's got Murph and Stanaway as a wild card, and Brock is backed by him in the Super Two sort of thing. So it's going to be a fair bit of boost. And Macaulay Jones's helmet and yep. a few other bits and pieces. So. It's, it's a boost fest at Bathurst this year. Yeah, I think last year he, had, he was on five cars or something. So he's uh, wow. he doesn't mind spreading the love, that's for sure. I'd rather <laughs> if he contained it all solely to me and gave everything to me. <laughs> 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 Believe me, I've been working that angle. Why do I have these other guys, Pete? I always run into Steve at random places, like at the tip the other day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you get that engine in, into Jet's car, did you? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still going. There's still <laughs> work in progress. There's still a work in progress, yes. Oh, okay. And I see your dad all the time. I was, I was down at, um, at Julian's getting a pizza, and how they go to that Chinese every Sunday. Yeah. I got out of my car, and I'm like, I was still Sunday, obviously. And I was walking back, and your mum and dad are walking. I'm like, holy shit. That's <laughs> Richard. And your dad sort of looked at me. And I'm like, Richard, after all these years, every Sunday night you're home, you still come here. And he's, yes. he's like, you know what, James? I haven't got much going on, and I'm a creature of habit. I'm like, right here, Richard. We should have had you on last <laughs> week because uh, he was, Matty was away last week, and, uh, and dad was in here co hosting with me. So uh, he, it, it, was, it was interesting. Yeah, it, it was very interesting. Jason. We'll put it that way. <laughs> there would have been some one-liners. There yes, was. There was. <laughs> there was many. But he did get through the show without swearing, which was... Did he? Yeah. Okay. He did not swear, which right. was amazing. So good. Very good. We, we look we go. forward to uh, going through all of Steve's teammates. James Moffat will join us next week. <laughs> Hey, JC, it's been, it's been a pleasure having you on the driver's seat, mate. And it's it's absolutely fantastic to see you out and about. And uh, you might not remember this because it was a hell of a long time ago, but uh, uh, PI at the start of the year boosted a fantastic uh, ride day and I got to have a ride in your Mustang and you never looked happier, mate. And thank you so much too for that free boost cap. So please pass it on to promotions. <laughs> no, it's all good. Everything's going good. So. You should be handing out those phones, really, shouldn't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. iPhone 13, thanks. Unlimited data. Yeah, that's it. Thank you, Pete. 5G. We've had Pete on the show. I think we've got Pete scheduled in the next couple of weeks, actually, yep. which I can't wait to do because I'm so, going to ask him a little bit little bit like you, JC. I'm going to ask him some questions right between the eyeballs. Yeah, he'll and, tell you right and between he's the eyeballs. Tell me right, he's going to hit it right back between the eyeballs. <laughs> I love it. 
<laughs> he operates between the eyeballs. I think. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> Look, just in case anyone was uh, if anyone was curious, uh, boost.com.au. It's on the full Telstra 4G mobile network. And for 12 months sim, you can get $170. That's 8 gig oh. of data, $14 per month. Paid up front. Not bad. We'll push well, on. Great yeah, lad. Uh, do you have an EFS plug that we can throw in as well? Uh, yeah, anyone wants some, uh, some solar, jump on, EFS. Yeah. Yeah. copywriting there. <laughs> we'll make sure to send you the invoice, JC. But, uh, mate, thanks for, joining, thanks for joining us on the driver's seat. And, uh, go well at Sydney for the next, what, what seems to be eternity. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Um, thanks. <laughs> James Courtney joining us here on the driver's seat. Isn't it great? You could just hear a JC's voice that he is a man that is absolutely loving life at the moment. He he is. And I know, I mean, I know we muck around and we have fun uh, uh, talking about his partner, Tegan. But you, you, when you're happy off track, Steve, it often re- relates to a result yep. on track. Yep. And as we mentioned, that JC is going to be potentially finishing in the top 10 for the first time since 2015. That's not insignificant in this field. Um, and if he's life off track is so amazingly happy as as he uh, just stated just then it's no wonder he's having a great result this year yeah let's not forget too that it's very good for tickford to have someone of the caliber of jc to be in the gen 3 car for its first year of development as well so that's very very important and i think that was a really big key for them to keep him on as well so i think that's a really good move yeah it certainly is and uh james courtney was our feature interview thanks to ryko filters ask mechanic for ryko filters the professional choice isn't ryko also on jc's mirrors on the mustang (laughs) yes it is correct yes that was an all-round good one that was just uh, out of the park there Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.